Welcome to the Church in the Peak podcast. We hope you enjoy this message. For more information, visit churchinthepeak.org or come join us at 10.30am every Sunday. Thank you, Jesus. It's all about you. And we just come this morning to remember that, Jesus. It's all about you and what you've done. We give you our praise and our worship. We give you our hearts and our love this morning, Jesus. You're a wonderful saviour. Thank you, Jesus, for your amazing love for us. So, good morning. Uh, I've been thinking this week about Good Friday and the cross and Jesus having to die for us, and I was kind of thinking, why did Jesus have to die. There could have been, or couldn't God think of another way of sorting out our salvation? And um, I came around, I was reading the Bible, and all the scriptures I was reading were just pointing that everything in the whole of history was set on Good Friday and Easter Sunday. That Jesus came and he died for us, to bring us. We looked at this in Colossians. He came to reconcile us to God. He came to put those two things together that were irreconcilable. And the only way to do that was for Jesus to shed his blood. And this is the problem that we have, is that we need righteousness to be acceptable to God, but we're not righteous. We're sinners. Romans 3 verse 23 says, All have sinned and come short of God's glory. And everyone has sinned. All. It's quite inclusive, that word, isn't it? All have sinned. You can't get out of it. You can say, well, other people have sinned, but not me. No, God says, all have sinned and fallen short of God's glory or his standard. And that is our position, that we're sinners and we need somehow that sin to be sorted out so we can come back and be reconciled to God. And that is what Jesus does. So God has what we don't need. Sorry, God has what we need, but we don't deserve, which is righteousness. And we have what God hates and separates us from God, which is sin. The answer to this conundrum is Jesus. It's always Jesus. Jesus dies on the cross as the perfect sacrifice. His blood is shed for our sins. He takes our place and he takes our condemnation. He takes the wrath of God on himself at the cross. 2 Corinthians 5 verse 21, which is going to come up in a second, says, For God made Christ, who never sinned, so he was the perfect sacrifice, the perfect Lamb of God, to be the offering for our sin, so that we can be made right or righteous with God through Christ. It's all about Jesus. It's a bit like Colossians. It's all about Jesus. There's a theme here. So who was the offering? Jesus Christ. Who took our sin? Jesus Christ. Who is made right with God? Us, me and you. This is the great exchange that happens at the cross. God lays our sins on Jesus 
our wrath on Jesus and punishes them in him and fulfills his righteousness and credits it to us. We don't deserve it, we don't earn it, it is a free gift from God. This is how it works. Our sin on Christ, his righteousness on us. He takes that which is wrong and he makes it right. It's all about what Jesus has done to reconcile us to God. He takes our sin by the shedding of his blood as our perfect sacrifice and we receive his righteousness or goodness in return. It's not what we deserve, it's all because of his love for us. When we receive this by faith, we begin to understand that it's all because of Jesus and it's all by his grace and love. He received what he didn't deserve and we receive what we don't deserve. The great exchange has taken place. Our sin on Christ, his righteousness on us. Now, I want to do a little demonstration this morning, and I have to say before I do this that I did fail my chemistry O-level. And if you don't know what an O-level is, it's like a GSE, only it's harder. So if it goes wrong, then blame my chemistry teacher at school. So what we have here are three little cups. I hope you can see them. And we just right. Okay. So here's our three little. I need a seat. I need a seat, I'm being told. So here is us, and here is Jesus, or God. And in the Garden of Eden, we know that everything was perfect. So our relationship with God was perfectly clear. We had communion with God, and everything in the Garden was rosy. Unfortunately, what happened was that sin, dirty sin, came in to us. I'm going to give it a stir. And suddenly, we were contaminated with sin, which meant that we were separated from God. The only way that that separation can come together, that we can be made clean, is by the blood of Jesus. So Jesus on the cross died and shed his blood. Hallelujah, it worked! (laughs) And we are made clean by the blood of Jesus. So what was separate now comes together. We are reconciled to God through Jesus and his sacrifice. That is what Good Friday is all about. But 
there is one more thing. Not only did Jesus deal with our sin, and I need a bit more. Never have too much Jesus. He deals with everybody's sin. There you go. He deals with all the sin. His blood can make the foulest clean. And that's what Jesus did on the cross. Thank you, Lord. So, 1 Peter 2, verse 24 says, He personally carried our sins in his body on the cross so that we can be dead to sin, just like we are there, and live for what is right or righteousness. He personally carried our sins in his body on the cross so that we can be dead to sin and live for what is right. This is an amazing transformation. This is an amazing reconciliation that Jesus did on the cross. You can't thank Jesus enough. You can't worship him enough. You can't love him too much or depend on him too much. All our forgiveness, all our justification and all our righteousness is in Christ because of what he did on the cross. This is what Good Friday is all about. Jesus' blood makes us clean. He reconciles us to God. That relationship is made right. We sang last week, over a thousand tongues to sing. And uh, Peter told us a little bit about that song. And as we were singing that song, it, it struck me there was one line in it. It says this, He breaks the power of cancelled sin. He sets the prisoner free. His blood can make the foulest clean. His blood avails for me. And I thought that's such an, a powerful and strong message. But what does avail mean? It's not a word that we use very regularly anymore, is it? You don't use it in everyday language, but it is a great word. It's, it means to be of use, to benefit, to suffice, to be a blessing, a gain. So his blood, Jesus' blood, is of use to me. It's of benefit to me. It suffices. It fulfills what it's supposed to do. It is a blessing and it is a gain. That's what Jesus' blood. It avails for you. It avails for me. It avails for our children. It avails for our families. It avails for those that are going to get saved in the future. His blood avails. It's of benefit. It's of use. It's a blessing to us all. The blood of Jesus, the power of Jesus' blood being shed on the cross. He died that you may live. Hallelujah. That's why we come and take communion together and remember the blood of Jesus. He makes the foulest clean.